The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you as we continue our look at the NFL awards markets. And now let's get to the defense, and we'll start with Rookie of the Year. Jalen Carter still a massive favorite at minus 700, but just like the offensive Rookie of the Year market, it does seem like it's down to two people, but maybe there is value on number two. And in this case, we've got Will Anderson at plus 375. And Aaron, I know you were asking about could the Texans sweep the Rookie of the Year awards? And it might make sense just because the Texans, as we mentioned before, an absolute dumpster fire before this season. So specifically when it comes to this award, though, Joe, do you think Will Anderson still offers up value at plus 375? Uh, l- let me just say that based on our conversation during the break, I cannot wait to talk about Comeback Player of the Year. Like, Paul, <laughs> there's one week left. And I, I can't wait to get to it. Oh man, this is tough. So the the price on Anderson is very similar to Puka for the most part. It, it's plus four hundred. Um, it's the best number that's available. But I, the way I look at it, yes, is there value on Will Anderson? I believe there is, and I'll explain why. However, I also don't think that the uh, the chances of Will Anderson are better than Puka at winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. If that makes any sense. Uh, Jalen Carter, Betham GM, they're very high on him. They're at minus 700, but you can find a minus 400 out there. When you line up a lot of the stats that are going to be viewed, it's close to split. I would say Carter has the edge. Carter's played in one more game. Uh, Carter has two more for two more forced fumbles, a fumble recovery. Anderson does not have one. He's got that touchdown, which was in a, bigger bigger game that people were watching it was meaningless at that point but he has a touchdown Anderson does not he has one more hurry now the Anderson edge he now jumped him in sacks because he had two on Sunday against Tennessee over the last two weeks um not two weeks last two games Anderson has four sacks but you know missing those couple of games is that going to come back to haunt him I don't know the sack edge is one the TFL edge is two 
The quarterback hits advantage is 13, 22 to 9 in favor of Anderson. Quarterback knockdowns, the advantage is 12, 14 to 2 in favor of Anderson. So, you know, category-wise, it's pretty split, but Anderson has a major edge in a few different categories. So, yeah, I do think there's value, but I also think it's going to be tougher for him to win the award than it is for Puka for offensive rookie. How much do voters, you know, uh, how much stock do they put into missing time? Like, will they factor that in quite a bit, like weigh on that heavily for Will Anderson? I got to think one so. One more game. If, it's one game. I know, it's just one. one. And if his but, stats are so much better in many areas, I feel like it shouldn't matter that much, right? I, I mean, there could be this idea of overcompensating. Like, I think it's a lot easier to talk about in, say, baseball, where war is a cumulative stat. And even if you do miss a bunch of time, like, say, Shohei Otani did, like, more than a month, uh, his stats were still overwhelmingly such to where you he had to win MVP. Like, there was no question about that. So in this situation, like there isn't that one overarching cumulative stat for defensive players that you can point to and say, okay, well, despite missing a game or two, he overwhelmingly played better than everybody else. And so therefore he has to win this award. So I'm with you, Aaron, in terms of the question and it being ambiguous. But I also think at the same time, if you're looking at, say, this head to head comparison, in some ways, Carter does have the advantage, and in some ways, Will Anderson does in terms of having 19 more mm-hmm. pressures. You mentioned the additional sack, nine more defensive stops. But I look at this award, and I look at individual awards, and you know, stats obviously matter, but the highlight reel might matter that much more. And I think voters, mm-hmm. you know, especially in this sport, gravitate toward that highlight reel so much more so than say the individual numbers do because sometimes that contest context can explain it away and i'm curious if you think joe that just based upon the eyeball test that jalen carter has just a better highlight reel than will anderson does absolutely and and you know what people are talking about here um and and i'm sure it's in other cases uh, other other teams of these these ones that decided to pass on Jalen Carter. Like that mm-hmm. that's a thing. And he's proving a lot of people wrong. And it was about um the character test for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. But look at the ones that decided to pass on Jalen Carter. Like that's something else that you that has to be considered. And the Eagles moved up. Jalen Carter has been the the prohibitive favorite all season, right? It was early on where there was a little bit of value, but then he bumped up, and once he became the favorite, he has not relinquished that. Um, Will Anderson was the first defensive player drafted, but Jalen Carter, the expectation was he was going to be on a much better defense than he has been, but I don't know that that's going to matter when it comes to this award. I think you're right, Ed, and for Will Anderson to take over, like, okay, what has to happen? Probably at least a couple of sacks on Sunday, and maybe the Texans have to win the division too, where they're just like, okay, mm-hmm. let's just yeah. give it to him. He's the reason they won the game. I completely yeah, agree with, with that. You. And one it, more and thought that I would to... have. No, go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead. I was just going to say, when it comes to Jalen Carter, I think a lot of people are going to remember that uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown. I mean, that was kind of sealed the deal for him, in my opinion. Yeah. 
if you're looking ahead to week 18, I think one one big factor that I think almost, you know, gives Jalen Carter the award right here and now is which quarterbacks are you going up against? Are these quarterbacks likelier to get sacked just because they hold on to the ball too long and there are more opportunities to accrue those stats? If I'm looking yeah. at sack rate for the two likely starters, Tyrod Taylor since 2018 has a sack rate of 8.6%. Gardner Minshew this year, 6.4%. There are more opportunities for Jalen Carter to go nuts than I think Will Anderson. And to me, Joe, I completely yeah. agree with you that it is way harder for Will Anderson to win this award than Nakua can for offense yeah. rookie. Yes, yes. I, I wouldn't, if you're going in without any wagers and you're considering this, like, yeah, maybe there's a little bit of value. I would not bet on Will Anderson right now. Would anybody? Mm -hmm. No. No. Absolutely not. Not at this point. Yeah. No. It's 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 too late. And it's unfortunate because I, I think he could be the better defensive player later in his career. Like, Will Anderson to win defensive player in, in the upcoming seasons? I would bet on that much more so than Jalen Carter. But in the here and now, I could not bet on Will Anderson for rookie. Mm -hmm. So Totally agree. For sure. All right, Defensive Player of the Year now at BetMGM. Miles Garrett is your favorite at minus 200, but unlike the other awards we were talking about, there are really three guys who are in the running here. Mention Garrett, Micah Parsons is at 3-1, to TJ Watt at 4-1, to and then a massive drop-off after that. So I assume, Joe, you're looking at these three on, and these three only. So which one stands out to you the most? Yeah, you know, there isn't any one that you, you go across the board and you say, well, they have the advantage here. This, this is why. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe this price of minus 200 is a little bit too high, but I would also make Garrett the favorite. Of the three, Garrett's on the best defense. That stands out. Watt has the most sacks. There's a gap. He has three more than Garrett, four more than Parsons. They've all played in all 16 games. That's meaningful. Force fumbles, Garrett and Watt each have four. Big edge over Parsons. Uh, pass deflections, Watt has eight, five more than either of the other two. Tackles for losses, Garrett and Parsons each have 17. It's, you can throw that one out. It's like 17, 17, 16. There's no differences. Qu the, the quarterback hits, it's pretty close with all three. Um, hurries, knockdowns, it's pretty close with all three. So what's going to decide it? You know, um, Garrett's the favorite. He probably should be. But I want to say there's value on Watt. The part that concerns me is that this, this Steelers defense has been a disappointment this year. And, and the only reason I say that there's value on Watt is because he has the big sack edge, and that's the first thing a lot of these guys look at, and he's plus 400. I can see the case, but I, I also think you're right. Like the Steelers defense has a little stink around them. Whereas like Garrett and this Browns defense, like this is a Super Bowl defense that they have. I just, ooh, I don't know. I, I think I'd pass on what. Yeah. It might I hurt me just one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think not? there's that, that there's that element. You like that element of surprise. You don't want to make sure everybody's, you know, getting it, you know, year after year after year. I could not bet on Watt personally, uh, you know, regardless of sack rate, things like that. I think there can still be value on Micah Parsons, and I might even take a flyer on it, 
Garrett probably will win this award, but for mm. some reason, I'm looking ahead at week 18 and I'm seeing opportunity for Parsons and I'm not seeing for the other two guys. Parsons will face the mm. commanders and Sam Howell, bit of a sack artist that matters here. Whereas you're looking at TJ Watt, you know, yeah, he's probably facing Tyler Huntley in all likelihood for the Ravens, but so what? Huntley does have a low sack rate, so that matters. And Miles Garrett is facing the Bengals, and I do believe, you know, Jake Browning's sack rate is at uh, 8.7% here. So it's not much worse. It's not that much worse than, say, Sam Howell's. But if you're looking at opportunity for Week 18 and the potential for voters to succumb to recency bias, I think Parsons has the best opportunity among all three of these guys. I don't think Parsons is winning. I, I know what you're saying about the last game. Let, okay, let's say we get a repeat of Thanksgiving. He had one and a half mm-hmm. sacks in that game and a Cowboys blowout. Cowboys blowout, certainly in play once again. Um, let's say it's one and a half sacks, you know, and n- no forced fumbles, no fumble recoveries. Uh, if it's one and a half sacks, few tackles like last time, he's not winning this award. Don't you think he's got to get like three sacks? It's got to be that sort of a game. And how many people are paying attention to the Dallas-Washington game in week 18 with everything that's going to be going on this week. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
Well, Dallas does have or to Or how impressive is it when everyone knows the commander's stink? It's like, oh, do you just get brownie points for that? Or I mean, well, the Eagles I mean, should it, it, win, but their game. But, yeah, I don't know. Right. But, yeah, the Cowboys win, then they get the two seed. They win the division home field uh, for a lot of the NFC playoffs. And so I, I, I do buy into the idea that, yes – it will be less impressive because it is the commanders and they may be cleaning house and starting over after this. But at oh, the yeah. same time, like if it is an outlier performance, you have to take that into account, right? Like this is still an NFL team. Like they are still doling out guys with massive contracts and all of that stuff. And also like the Browns, they can't improve where they are. They are the five seed. So is it something where you want to roll uh miles Garrett out there when it really doesn't matter and you could also make the argument that he has this you know award wrapped up so why would you expose him to potential harm knowing full well that look it's taken care of team awards maybe even individual awards what huh if we're talking about recency bias though parsons has a half a sack in three games Mm-hmm. that's that's part of this too. Like, what have you been doing sure. the last month? You might have a good last game, but people, yeah, I just don't see him winning this award. Honestly, I just think it's going to be Garrett. That I get I why too. it's minus 200. Like, the, the way, you know, maybe it's not a dominant vote. So you look at the Pittsburgh game. What, what about Watt going up against probably Huntley? Or a bunch of backups on that line? <laughs> They are, but it is a low sack rate for Huntley. Like, this is one of the reasons why, like, he's a formidable backup, is he does get rid of the football, whether it's with short passes or throwaways or whatever. So I don't know if the opportunities are going to be there for him, unlike, say, with Parsons going up against Sam Howell or whomever they decide to throw out there, Aaron. Yeah, I I just really think it's going to be Garrett. uh, And there's also a lot of buzz with the Browns, too. I mean, I'm oh, yeah. going to look at stats, but there's just a, a lot of great narrative surrounding this Browns defense and the whole team for that sake. Uh, that's going to lead way, us into coach next. Yes. Yes. That's oh, it certainly will. That will be, uh-huh. uh, that will be fun. By the way, as I was going through my futures to figure out, uh, you know, what might hit, what might not hit for week 18. I think Joe, you mm-hmm. and I both took a flyer on Josh Allen to finish with the most sacks and he's only half a sack behind Watt and Hendrickson. Oh, oh we're going to sweat you... something random here, aren't we? <laughs> I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of Josh Allen. I've got the other Josh Allen too. So, yeah, yeah. I got to be careful. Like, which Josh Allen's are still alive? I don't know that the MV- – yeah, the MVP Josh Allen's dead now. But we'll see about sex. I, yes. yeah, I yes, used to be is. out uh, on season-long bets because I, I don't like delayed gratification. But now I, it's so fulfilling. <laughs> like, I'm just like, send me the money. This is great. I've been waiting a long time for this. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's it's a, get the money. They should give it to us before, <laughs> earlier. You know, I know so that, that Jones. I got Russell Wilson under. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> this is Beck UL Daily presented by BetMGM. <laughs> we continue with the awards market like coach of the year. And uh, suffice to say, we have uh, some interesting arguments for comeback player of the year as well. That's all coming up right here on the Beck UL Network. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.